Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11. Amen. As we celebrate our, Christ, our Thanksgiving Eve amen. service, amen. Glory to God. And know why we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Amen. Now, we all know the story about how Thanksgiving started here in America. Come on, say amen, somebody. How an Indian named Squanto was captured and sent to England. Come on. Where he learned how to speak English. Then he was sold into slavery and sent to Spain. And how God divinely had some friars by and rescue him. And he asked, and actually got introduced to, to Christianity through those friars. Amen. Then we know how God divinely brought him back to America. Just in time to be used as an instrument. And in saving the lives of the first pilgrims who came to this country for the sole purpose of freely serving God. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. And we know with the help of Squanto, they survived their first winter by following his instructions on how to plant, fish, hunt for food, store for rough times to come. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Then after the second year of the crops, Governor Bradford appointed a day of thanksgiving. And he invited Squanto and all his adopted tribe, because his, his tribe had been wiped out when he came back, inviting them for a feast from the harvest to do what? To celebrate and give thanks unto God and recognition of their total dependence upon him for their very existence. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. But we're talking about the divine manifested works of God here. See, this story needs to be rehearsed, especially in our day and time, where this country has forgotten why they even exist today as a nation. Amen. Come on, say amen, somebody. And see, there are many people celebrating Thanksgiving without God in mind. Yes. To them, it's just another holiday yes. where I don't have to go to work yes. and I can eat some good food. Come on, say amen, somebody. Yes. Hallelujah. But Thanksgiving is much more than that, folks. Yes. Say, neighbor, it's much more than that. Why? Because you've got to keep in mind that even the pilgrims had to get the idea of offering thanks yes. unto God from somewhere. And you'll find Thanksgiving is first mentioned here in the Bible in Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11, where it also talks about the purpose of Thanksgiving. Are you got, have you found Leviticus 7, 11 yet? Amen. Notice what it says here. And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which he shall offer unto the Lord, God, unto the Lord if he offer it for what? For what? Thanksgiving. Amen. Then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil, cakes mingled with oil, a fine flour fried. Sound like Johnny cakes, don't it? Amen. Besides the cakes, he shall offer for his offering leavened bread with the sacrifice of thanksgiving of his what? Of his peace offerings. And of it he shall offer one out of the whole oblation for a heave offering unto the Lord, and there shall be the priests that sprinkle the blood of the what? Peace offering. Somebody say peace. And the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering for thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day that it is offered, and he shall not leave any but until the morning. Now look at, keep a marker there, but look at Leviticus 22, 9, 22 29, brother. Chapter 22, verse 29. Because once again, it's called here in Leviticus 22, 29, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. What is it? The sacrifice of thanksgiving. Leviticus chapter 22, verse 29. Are you there yet? It says, and when you will, we, when you will what? Offer a what? Sacrifice. Somebody sacrifice, say Sacrifice. Sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, offer it at your own will. Now, the definition of the word sacrifice is surrender or suffer to be lost for the sake of obtaining something. Let me say it again. The word sacrifice is surrender or suffer to be lost for the sake of obtaining something. Like it says here, a sacrifice is an act of surrender. Amen. It's an offering of yourself. It's not based on your feelings. It's based on your gratitude. 
Are you with me out here? And like it says here in Scripture, it's to be offered at your own will. See, if you're really, truly grateful for all that God has done for you, no one has to tell you to open up your mouth and give God thanks. It should be what? An automatic response when you just think of the goodness and how good God has been to you. Come on, say amen, somebody. You should automatically just say, thank you, Lord. But let's go back to Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11. Because Thanksgiving is described a certain way here. Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11. It's described as the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings. Let me say it again. It's described as the law of the sacrifice of what? Peace offering. It says here, and this is the what? Y'all can't read. Y'all reading, right? <laughs> Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11. And this is the what? Law, Law of the what? Sacrifice of what? Y'all start to worry me for a minute there. I'm going to say amen, somebody. Which he shall what? Offer unto who? The Lord. Then in these five scriptures, he gives us seven descriptive ways this sacrifice is to be performed. The first one he says here that this is the law of the what? Sacrifice of what? Peace offering. Somebody say peace offering. Come on, say peace offering. See, the sacrifice of thanksgiving was not a separate offering, but it was a kind of peace offering. Are you with me out here? And see, the peace offering pictured how Jesus satisfied the wrath of God against sin. Matter of fact, turn to Romans chapter 5, verse 8. The peace offering pictured how Jesus, our Lord and Savior, satisfied the wrath of God against sin. And here in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, notice what it says here, but I hope you kept a marker in, in Leviticus 77 because we're going back. Y'all should know that by now. Rego, you should know that by now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Romans 5, 8. It says what? But God what? Commended his love towards us. Somebody say, God, know, I know God loves me. He said, God commended his love towards us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? Died for us. He said, much more than being now justified by his blood, we should be saved from what? We should be saved from what? From wrath through who? Through him. For if when we were enemies, we were what? Reconciled to God by the what? By the death of his son, much more being recognized, rec reconciled, we should be saved by his what? Life. Now that word reconcile means brought into friendship from the state of disagreement and enmity. Let me say it again. The word recon reconcile means brought into friendship from the state of disagreement or enmity. It, all, it also means it's when sinners are brought into a state of favor with God after they have been estranged from him. Let me say it again. When sinners are brought into a state of favor with God after they've been estranged from him. See, on the cross of Calvary, Jesus satisfied the wrath of God for our sins and brought us into peace with God. Come on, he brought us into friendship with God where we, are, we, were, we were once enemies. Listen, he brought us into a state of favor where guess what? There will always be a way made out of no way and there will always be doors open where no man can close. Come on, say amen, somebody. And see, because of what God has done through Jesus, the sacrifice of peace or thanksgiving pictures the inner peace we have through Jesus. Oh, let me say it again. Because of what God has done for us, through Jesus, the sacrifice of peace or the sacrifice of thanksgiving pictures the inner peace that we have through Jesus. 
That's why I go to Philippians 4, 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. You need to get this now. What's it say here? Philippians 4, 6. It says be what? It says be what? It says be careful for nothing. Because why? Because you're at peace with God. Let me say it again. It says be careful for nothing. Be quiet. Because I have peace with God. He said, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God because why? Because you have peace with God. And as a result of you knowing I have peace with God, verse 7 says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall what? Keep your hearts and minds through who? Through Christ Jesus. Listen, the inner peace of your mind is connected to your practice of thanksgiving. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. The inner peace of your mind is connected to your practice of thanksgiving. Go to Colossians 3.15 if you don't believe me. He said, by everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And here in Colossians 3.15 it says, and let the what? And let the what? The peace of God. Do what? Roar your hearts to which also you are called into one body. And then he says what? He says what? Be ye thankful. Listen closely. You cannot have peace apart from a thankful heart. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. You cannot have peace apart from a thankful heart. If you continuously gripe and complain, if you always see your knees and ignore the blessings, then you cannot have the peace of God. Let me say it again. If you continuously gripe and complain, if you always see your knees and ignore your blessings, you cannot have the peace of God. And what happens is trouble will find you. And you'll be continuously distressed. Come on, say amen, somebody. To have peace, you must be thankful. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. To have peace, you must be thankful. Now go back to Leviticus 7.12. Somebody say, to have peace, I, have, I must be thankful. See, a lot of people don't have peace because they're not thankful. There's no gratitude. They don't appreciate what God has done for them. But I don't know about you, I appreciate what God's done for me. That's why the peace of God will rule my heart. And I refuse to worry about anything. Come on, say amen, somebody. Because to have peace, you've got to be thankful. Leviticus 7.12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Notice he says here, if he offer it for a thanksgiving, for a what? Thanksgiving. Then shall he offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil, and cakes mingled with oil, a fine flour fried. Johnny cake. Amen. <laughs> Come on, this offering of thanksgiving was a multiple offering. And these different forms of sacrifice are not given, come on, they're not given as option but they're all commanded to be offered together and nothing was to be left out. Somebody say, nothing was to be left out. Tell your neighbor, leave nothing out. So in like manner, what's the Bible tell us in Ephesians 5.20? Turn there. So in like manner, look at Ephesians 
Somebody say, nothing wants to be left out. Say nothing. Ephesians 5.20. It says here, giving what? Giving what? How often? For how many things? For all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord, what? Jesus Christ. Listen, you can't choose to thank God just for the things you like and ignore the things you don't like. Oh, I'm preaching good in here. Let me say it again. You can't choose to thank God just for the things you like and ignore the things you don't like. See, I may, I may not like certain foods that may be good for me, but I'm to thank God for them anyway. Oh, come on, say amen, somebody. I may not like certain clothes that I have, but I'm still to thank God that I have clothes. See, you have to learn to be thankful for all things. Somebody say all things. Because why? This too leads to that inner peace from God. Being what? Thankful for how many things? All things always. Always. Somebody say always. Somebody say always again. Always. Go back to Leviticus 7.13. So he says number two. Come on, say amen, somebody. Leave nothing out. Be thankful for everything. Be thankful for all things. All things. All things. All things. So you can't be choosy for what you being thinks about. Come on, say amen, somebody. Look at verse 13. Let's look at the third reason for the sacrifice of thanksgiving. It says, besides the cakes, he shall what? Offer for his offering leavened bread with the sacrifice of what? Thanksgiving or peace offering. Now, if you read this, it says, he shall offer for his offering leavened bread. Leavened bread. Somebody say leavened bread. Now, this is an unusual requirement. Because leaven, which is, le which is yeast, and scripture, come on, it pictures that which is false. It pictures that which is impure. Come on. It pictures that which is sinful, and it's consistently negative. So you have to ask, how can leaven be part of the think offering? But you got to remember what we just read. We read we're to give God thanks for all things. Somebody say for all things. So what has happened? So that includes the bad as well as the good. See, we cannot judge God when things are going wrong in our lives. We can't judge God's, we can't judge God's purpose. But we do know Romans 8, 28. Turn there. Where he says when, we're, when things are not going well, we should know some things. When it doesn't look like it's going to happen, we should know some things. Oh, you ain't listening to me out here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said in Romans 8, 28, for we know. Somebody say, I know. Come on, say I know again. He said, for we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God. Come on, do you love God? And it says, to them that are called according to his what? Purpose. Come on, do you love God? Well, that means those things that are troubling you, those things that you're dealing with, those things that are on your mind that's not conducive to God's plan for your life. He said, don't worry about it because why? I'm working that thing something for good for your life. It's working out for your good. It's working out for your good. It's working out for your good. And it says to them who are called according to his purpose. God has a purpose for your life. And listen to me now. He has a purpose for your life, and he's not going to allow 
Whatever it is, whatever's going on in your life, he's not going to allow that thing to mess up or divert the purpose he ordained for your life. That's why instead of crying and boohooing in the midst of your tribulation, instead of doubting yourself and doubting God in the midst of your child, you, need just, you, you just need to just begin to give God thanks for all things because why? You have a peace on the inside of you so that whatever I'm going through, God is working that thing out for my good. Somebody say he's working out. Go to go to Romans 5:3. Hallelujah. You have to be like Paul. See, Paul learned to be thankful for all things. He learned to be thankful for all things. Here in Romans 5:3, he says, Are you there yet? Hallelujah. He said, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation. We don't cry, we glory. In tribulation, we don't boohoo, gets mad, sad, bad, and discouraged. We glory in tribulation because why? Because we know some things. We know that tribulation is working patience. Come on, it's working for my good. It's working for my good. It's working for my good. And that patience is working experience because why? When I have experience, the devil can attack me with the same thing again. Because I know how to deal with it. Come on, say amen, somebody. And that experience, hope. Hope is what? That I know everything is going to turn to my favor when it's all said and done. Come on, on, hope. Because I know everything is going to turn to my favor when it's all said and done. And that's the inner peace. That comes from being thankful unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to 2 Corinthians 12, 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Hallelujah. Paul learned this. Paul knew this. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Look what he says here. He says, therefore, come on, because he knew some things. He said, I know some things. He said, therefore, I'll take pleasure. <laughs> oh, you ain't listening to me. He said, I take pleasure in infirmities. I take pleasure in reproaches. I take pleasure in necessities. I take pleasure. Come persecute me. I take pleasure in distresses for Christ's sake. Because why? Because when I'm weak, then am I strong. Paul understood that God would turn it to his glory. So that means if you're going through some things right now, you need to right now just begin to give God thanks. Just give God thanks right now. Come on, if you're going through some things right now, just stop right now and just begin to give God thanks. Come on, begin to give God thanks because why? God's working on something in your life. That thing is working out for your good. So give God thanks anyway. Good God thanks anyhow. Give God thanks even when it don't look like nothing is looking is going to happen. You begin to give God thanks. Hallelujah. Because that thing is working something. Hallelujah. 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 I have an inner peace because I know my God is working on something. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Go back to Leviticus 7.14. Oh, shaka. Leviticus 7.14. Oh, shakinaramamahasha. Glory to your name, O Lord. Yeah, laugh at the devil. Because that thing is working. <laughs> it's working. Something is working right now. <laughs> he can't stop what God has started. <laughs> Leviticus 
And of it, Father, we just say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. <laughs> we say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, Hallelujah. Come on, if you're going through some things, God, maybe you need to give God thanks a little bit more. Ha 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 ha. Oh, Glory to your name, my Lord. Glory to your name, my Lord. Ha ha. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to your name. Ha ha. Glory, hallelujah. 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 Because it's working out to your favor. It's working out to your favor. It may not look like it, but God said it's working out to your favor. It may not even sound like it, but God said that thing is working out to your favor. Oh, glory to your name, Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Come on, say it's working. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, verse 14, Leviticus 7. And he says here in verse 14, and of it he shall keep, and of it he shall offer one out of the whole oblation for a heave offering unto God. And it shall be the priest that sprinkled the blood of the peace offering. A heave offering was lifted up towards heaven with extended arms as a type of presenting it to the Lord. Let me say it again. A heave offering was lifted up towards heaven with extended arms as a type of presenting it to the Lord. What's this show? This shows that our thanksgiving goes directly up to God. And it's accepted by him. Matter of fact, go to 1 Samuel 3.19. 1 Samuel 3.19. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord. 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 First Samuel 319. I like Samuel. I said Samuel grew. And said the Lord was with him. And listen to this now. And did let none of his words <laughs> fall to the ground. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. I said the Lord was with him and did let none of his words fall to the ground. In other words, every word that came out of his mouth ascended up to heaven and never came back void. And see, sometimes our words never get past the ceiling. For one, there are words that are not his words. <laughs> Come on, say amen, somebody. So God is untouched by what we say. Did you hear me? So God is untouched by what we say. However, think, listen to me now. However, when it comes to words of thanksgiving, they go directly to the presence of God and are immediately accepted by him. That's why Thanksgiving is so important. Go to Psalm 69, 30. 
They go directly to the presence of God and they are immediately accepted by him. Psalm 69.30. Come on, just give God thanks while you're you turning. Just give God thanks. Because <laughs> he's receiving them. Come on, they're going in the presence of God right now. He's accepting every thanksgiving that you're giving him right now. Hallelujah. You want to get something past this ceiling? You begin to give God thanks. Psalm 69 verse 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with what? With thanksgiving. And then in verse 31 it says, this also shall what? Please better than an ox and bullocks that has horns of hoof. See, what really pleases God besides faith is when you magnify him with thanksgiving. Why? Because thanksgiving is an act of faith. It's an act of confidence in your God. Because why? Because if he's done it before, you know he'll do it again. Oh, you ain't hear what I'm saying here. Come on, say amen, somebody. That's why you offer up thanksgiving for what he's done, for what he's doing, and what he's going to do, because he's the same God. And then verse 32, he said, this will happen. He said, then the humble shall see this and be what? Be glad, and your heart shall live that see God. Let me read this from the contemporary English version. Psalm 69, 30 says, I will praise the Lord God with a song and a thankful heart. It says, this will please the Lord better than the offering of ox or a full-grown bull. Then in verse 32, it says in the contemporary English version, he says, when those in need see this, he says, they will be happy. Well, hear what I said. He said, when those in need see this, they will be happy. Because why? They're thinking in their mind, if he'll do it for them, I know he'll do it for me. Come on, say amen, somebody. See, they begin to thank God with the blessing. They begin to thank because God, why? Because they're seeing God work in your life. And they're saying, man, that's God. He's that real. Because he's seen, they're seeing how real he is in your life. When they begin to see you give God thanksgiving, thanking him for your car, thanking him for your clothes, thanking him for all the things he's doing for you, they'll say, man, they serve a God that I need to come to know. And it says here, they'll start getting happy. Come on, they'll start pulling them out the mess that they're in. Come on, say amen, somebody. Then it says, and the Lord's worshipers shall be encouraged or will be encouraged because why? They know, the Lord's worshipers know I'm next. <laughs> why? They know they serve and worship the same God. Come on, say amen, somebody. So they begin to thank God with you for the blessing God has placed in your life because why? In the process, they are being encouraged. Go to Hebrews 13, 15. We see it again. Hebrews 13, 15. It says, By him, therefore, let us what? Offer the sacrifice of what? Praise to God. How often? Continually, that is the fruit of our lips. The fruit of our what? Lips. Giving thanks to his name. In other words, this is not a silent thing. This is not something you can do with your mouth shut. Oh, come on, say amen, somebody. He said, the fruit of your lips, giving thanks to his name. But verse 16, it says, but do good 
and to communicate, forget not. In other words, say something. Talk about the goodness of God in your life by giving him thanks for with such sacrifices. says, God is what? Is well pleased. Listen, if you want to speak words that go directly from your mouth to God's ears, then speak words of thanksgiving. Let me say it again. If you want to speak words that go directly from your mouth to God's ears, then you need to always speak words of thanksgiving. Matter of fact, go to Psalms 50, verse 14. Always speak words of thanksgiving. Always have thanksgiving in your heart and coming out your mouth. Come on, say amen, somebody. Don't be ashamed to be thanking God in front of people. Because they don't have a problem in thinking, thinking they're God for the mess that they're doing. So you be quick to say, thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. You don't care about the expression on their face. Thank you, Lord. I know where my help comes from. I know where my blessings come from. Psalm 50 says, Offer unto who? God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the most high. And he said, And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will what? Deliver thee, and thou shalt what? Glorify me. The Living Bible reads, Listen to this now. The Living Bible reads. Some of y'all got those translations in your Bible, on your phone. The Living Bible reads, What I want from you is true thanks. Let me say it again. He says, What I want from you is true thanks. Then he says, I want your promises fulfilled. He said, I want you to trust me in your times of trouble. Oh, God is talking to somebody in this room so I can rescue you and you can give me glory. Oh, let me say it again. Let me read it again for you. He said, what I want from you is true things. He says, I want your promises fulfilled. He says, I want you to trust me. Who's going through some trouble in here? He's saying, I want you to trust me in your times of trouble so I can rescue you and you can give me glory. See, God hears true things, true things, amen? See, when he hears true things, he's standing ready to fulfill all your promises. See, you show your trust in God by offering him what? True things from your heart. And when you do that in your time of trouble, when you do that in your time of trouble, God says, now you give me something to work with. Now I can rescue you so you can give me glory. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Did you hear what I just said? Thank you, Lord. 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 Glory to God. See, now God is able to rescue you. Go back to Leviticus 7.14. Oh, shake it. Leviticus 7.14. Thank you, Lord. Come on, he hears true things. It gets all the way to heaven, folks. It goes all the way to the throne of God. Thank you, Lord. That's why I, I don't understand why people have a hard time giving God thanks. Hallelujah. Once again, he says here in Leviticus, and it's a, it's, he doesn't just talk about the heave offering. Look what else he says here. And of it he shall offer one out of the whole oblation for an heave offering up unto the Lord. And it shall be the priest that what? Sprinkle the blood of peace offering. In other words, this shows that our thanksgiving is based on the shed blood of Jesus for our sins, folks. 
See, my spirit of thanksgiving is possible. It's only possible because my sins have already been forgiven and because my eternity has already been secured by the blood. Let me say it again. My spirit of thanksgiving is only possible because my sins have already been forgiven and because my eternity has been secured by the blood. That's why 2 Corinthians 9, 15, it says, Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. What unspeakable, what unspeakable gift? It's the unspeakable gift of salvation. See, I can be thankful for everything that comes my way because of that gift, folks. See, the gift of salvation makes it possible for me to endure some things and be thankful for everything that comes my way. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. It's because of what Jesus did for because of that unspeakable gift of salvation. Father, thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for salvation. Hallelujah. That's why I can be thankful in everything because of the price he paid for me. That's what makes it possible for me to go through some things and still give God thanks. Leviticus 7.15. Let's see the sixth thing. And it says, And the flesh of the what? Sacrifice of his peace offering. For thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day that it was offered. And he shall not leave any of it until, any of it until the morning. Now the flesh of the animal offered with thanksgiving sacrifice was to be eaten. Some sacrifices were to be burnt as holy given to God, but this sacrifice was to be eaten. Come on, say amen, somebody. The peace offering was the only sacrifice that was eaten, not only by the priests who offered it, but also by the Israelites who brought the sacrifice. Are you with me out here? What it would do, it would bring the priests, the people, and God all together for a meal of blessed fellowship. That's why we come together for Thanksgiving to the house of God with our families. Come on, say amen, somebody. Because Thanksgiving is designed to bring God's people closer to each other and closer to God. That's why the psalmist declared. Look at Psalm 35, 18. Thanksgiving is designed to bring God's people closer to God and closer to each other. That's why we come and celebrate Thanksgiving together, folks. Yes, this, there should be more people in this room if they understood what God has done for them. Hallelujah. And not just eat turkey tomorrow. Because they totally forgot the reason for the season. It's to offer thanks unto God first. Because you wouldn't even have the food on your table if it wasn't for God. You wouldn't have a morsel of bread, a crumb, as it wasn't for God. So the least you could do is come give God thanks. Before I eat the meal with his believers. Come on, say amen, somebody. Psalm 35, 18 says, I will give thank, I will give thee thanks. Where? In the great congregation, he said, I will praise thee. Among what? Among much people. In other words, don't ever forsake coming to a Thanksgiving service. Why? Because you understand Thanksgiving draws us closer into a closer communion with God and a closer communion with God's people. Let me say it again. 
Thanksgiving draws us into a closer communion with God and a closer communion with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Now go back to Leviticus 7.15. And we'll see the seventh thing, the final thing. Are you getting anything out of this? Leviticus 7.15. And it says, And the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering for Thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day that it was offered. Then he says, He shall not leave what? Any of it until the morning. See, the sacrifice had to be eaten the same day it was offered. Amen. Nothing was left until the morning. Amen. Say it again. The sacrifice had to be eaten the same day it was offering. Nothing was left until the morning. What's it show us? It shows us that yesterday's thankful heart will not suffice for us today. Some of y'all got that. Some of y'all didn't. Let me say it again. Yesterday's thankful heart will not suffice for today. Each day must have its own expression of thanksgiving. Or what happened today's opportunity will be lost forever. We must be thankful while it is today. Why? When tomorrow comes, it's another day. What's another day of? It's another day of expression of God's goodness in our lives. And the next day is another day. And the next day is another day. Each day is another day. I'm supposed to give God thanks. I should not be relying on what I gave God yesterday. I'm relying on what I'm giving God presently. Because I understand the benefits it brings to me and others, folks. Now, as we close, go to Psalm 26.6. Hallelujah. 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 No such thing. I gave God thanks yesterday. <laughs> oh, I gave you thanks last week. It's a new day. So that means a new day of thanksgiving. Tomorrow is another day of thanksgiving. Friday is another day of thanksgiving. Saturday is another day of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Psalm 26, 6 says, I will wash my hands in an innocency. So I will compass thy altar, O Lord, that I may what? Publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. The Message Bible reads it this way. The Message Bible reads, I scrub my hands with pure soap. Then join hands with others in the great circle, dancing around your altar, God, singing God's songs at the top of my lungs, telling God's stories. Let me say it again. He said, I scrub my hands with pure soap, then join hands with others in the great circle, dancing around your altar, God, singing God's songs, not worldly songs, not oldies but goodies. <laughs> but God's songs at the top of my lungs, telling. God's stories. Telling what? God's stories. So you know what we're about to do right now, right? So you know what we're about to do right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or it says, join hand with others in a great circle. 
Whatever Excuse me, this not this not man in the middle. <laughs> Joining hands. Why is there a gap in my circle? A circle is supposed to be complete. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Now begin to give God thanks. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O oh Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your praise, O Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.